Welcome to The Wrap, a Warren Averett podcast for business leaders designed to help you access vital business information and trends when you need it so you can listen, learn, and then get on with your day. Time is tight. That's why our advisors have wrapped up today's most timely topics into a podcast with actionable advice. Now, let's get down to business. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm great. Good to be here. It's always good to be here, and I'm excited about another season of The Wrap and two more exciting guests. I can't wait to, to talk to Roger and Donna today. That's right. So our guests this morning are Donna Conti and Roger Spain. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Cam. Yeah, we're excited you're here. So today we're going to kind of talk about the different services um, that come out of Outsourced Accounting Integrated Financial Services um, platform and companies that are looking to outsource they don't always know what they need. They just know they need some help. And so to hopefully today, uh, after we talk to, to Donna and Roger, we'll have a better understanding of, you know, where is it that, uh, what what is it that's causing me to need that help? Sure. What do we think the driving force behind this is? Uh, one of the things we see as a driving force is just that um, with the unemployment rate so low right now, the talent on the market is just really hard to find. So outsourcing some of those finance functions can give you um, just a, a leg up on the talent and the expertise. Growing, growing the bench of your company, right, without actually growing it. Exactly. You know, Donna makes a great point, and uh, one of the things that we often talk to clients about is the idea of having a single point of failure as it relates to staffing. And if you are a business owner or in charge of a segment of a business and you put all your chips into one basket, that being one key employee, and for whatever reason you lose that employee, that's a huge loss for the company. Uh, However, if you outsource that, then whoever you have contracted with for outsourcing functionality is responsible then and will be able to plug in a new person and and keep that function moving. Sure, we see that, you know, a lot with clients where, you know, one person is responsible for so much with the company and then they leave for whatever reason, could be under good circumstances, but still the amount of downtime for the client in terms of trying to get back up to speed and hiring and onboarding and getting that person familiar you know it's a it's a significant disruption to their business so that point is very and that strategy then becomes uh, uh, I guess a strategy for risk mitigation that people often don't think about the value of that but it can be significant sure I'm sure so what are some of the examples of the functions that an outsourced accounting team would perform for someone? Yeah, Donna did a great job of referencing the, the infrastructure that's in place within a company. And so the first thing that, that any provider of outsourced accounting or financial services, uh, or as we call it, integrated financial services, uh, where we try to integrate into the company's um, uh, infrastructure as it exists, is to, to build on those strengths that they have within the company currently and, and augment, supplement, or enhance their existing strengths and so it could be that um, the company already has great clerical people or perhaps a good controller or perhaps a good CFO and any one of those three functions may be insufficient and so we we may be asked to come in and provide whichever of those stages of the, the finance function that may be insufficient. Right, I agree with that. And um, one of the things we talk about many times is the spectrum of services that are offered. So 
it starts with anything from just transactional level support and moves up the spectrum all the way to outsource CFO work. So how would how would one of our clients benefit from an outsourced accounting team? The benefits are many. Uh, one is uh, mitigating the risk associated with that single point of failure. Another is uh, enhancing the skill level with the exact skills that are needed. So when a company seeks to um, bring in a contractor or an outsourced provider of services, they can target the exact skill set that is needed that will most you know best benefit that company that's more difficult when you're hiring especially in a tight labor market so uh and and then the last thing is uh that that breadth of service uh it could be that a company needs an entire accounting functionality built uh because maybe they've had some key losses or have grown into a level of complexity that didn't exist even a year ago and they're not prepared for that so it could be any one of those things Right. And another benefit that I see a lot is that with outsourced services, many times it's much more scheduled. So meeting with key team members on a scheduled, repetitive basis, it helps to drive accountability and and progress with the company's goals. Um, Another thing is someone who specializes in outsourcing generally has a wide range of experience to draw from. So you get um, not just that experience that that person has, but they also have many resources that they can pull from that's So they've they've probably seen a problem before multiple ways, know how to solve it, and so you're not bringing somebody in that maybe hasn't experienced that. Right. So are there there different levels of service that that one could see specifically, um, hey, I need you for five hours this month, I need you for... 50 hours this month, is that kind of the different level of services that that are out there? Um, Well, in a nutshell, yes. There are many different levels of services, and we think of it more instead of how many hours do you need, what roles and functions do you need help with? So, uh, like I mentioned, the spectrum of services from just basic transactional help all the way up to any other, you know, high level of expertise. Um, I can use an example with a client that we're working with currently. They have had, like we talked about, a high level of turnover in their accounting department. So we're working with them and kind of designing some different options for them. We've met with their leadership, spent a significant amount of time thinking about their goals and strategies and what their needs are. And so based on what they have in place, we've been able to come up with some options. So they are kind of a newer company, growing, have had multiple turnovers in their controller controller spot, but they've never hired a CFO, and they are at the point where they clearly need somebody to help develop strategy, um, develop those key performance indicators, somebody who knows how to work with those and who is future thinking. So one option would be, you know, depending on the market, depending on what their budget is, they could hire a controller, get their house in order because they've been behind with all the turnover, get everything cleaned up, and then just layer in that outsource CFO spot. Uh, alternatively, they could hire a CFO and hopefully develop some of their younger staff into that controller level spot. So they've got options, and there's just the different levels as far as just what their needs are and what their strategy is and and I think the the point you're making here is 
is important in this economy, and I think you all mentioned that previously, but, you know, with unemployment so low, the the market is expensive. Yes. And so a lot of times people have this perception that outsourcing is such a significant cost, but in fact, it might be more economical because you're having to pay such a high price for a permanent placement when in fact you might be able to get more in terms of an, a team rather than hiring one person for the same or more cost. So that's, yeah, that's absolutely. often part of the discussion is that uh, what companies need quite frequently is a little more talent. Mm-hmm. But the more talent you acquire, uh, particularly in one or two people, the more you have to pay for that. And, and the need for the company may not be full-time. It right. may be fractional sure. is the term that, that you often hear as it relates to outsourcing. And it, it's a great description of, of uh, you know, the service that's provided because a company is able to access a much higher level of talent uh, for a fraction of that individual's time. And therefore, they, they get much better expertise and advice than they would have access to. Uh, and don't have to pay for that in terms of having a full-time pl- employee, uh, you know, at a much higher rate. And it's probably, Roger, people will hire a controller, and that's not what they needed, mm-hmm. right? So, so they're bringing in the wrong skill set. That person may have a great skill set as a controller, but as a company, they don't know exactly what they need sometimes, right? Yeah, and, and I, I should have a real clever name for that phenomenon, but, uh, but I don't. But, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a simple to understand, and it's that uh, folks will hire – based on the budget that they have set in mind, hoping to get a skill set that is not commensurate with the budget line item price that they've put in. Yeah. I, I look forward to whatever that term is that you yeah, come me up too. with. Yeah, me too, me too. One of the things I like to talk about in that um, way is, does the person know how to answer the questions, or do they know what questions to ask? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's sometimes a difference in, in that level of CFO versus controller. And a lot of times when I'm talking to clients and they say they're, you know, they need to hire a controller or a CFO and I say, well, don't hire based on where you are today. Mm -hmm. You know, where are you trying to go? Because if you're in a growth mode or you're positioning for some sort of acquisition or whatever that is, you need to be hiring for someone that can take you through those steps, which to your point may be significantly higher cost to bring that person in where you might be able to bring in somebody at a, you know, a lower level in terms of expertise and and supplement that to your point the different levels of services that we can provide bring in somebody at a high level but on a fractional basis so you're not you're not absorbing 100 percent of that cost permanently yeah that's a great point kim and often one of the toughest things to for any business to navigate is periods of, of extreme growth and what they often can afford today is not what they need in the very near future but it's it's then they're in the chicken or the egg type of quandary and you know do they go ahead and pay for the you know the expertise that they're they're going to need and really even need today to plan for that hyper growth that they're in the middle of or that is coming uh and you know the the good companies find a way to navigate that but it's not easy and um outsourced Professional services is a great way for a company to grow into that next level so that they can get the expertise they need and they can get the advice they need to help them navigate those those difficult growth periods. Right. Right. And another benefit to that, a lot of times I've seen companies in that transition hiring an outsourced 
CFO, and then they end up loving the benefit of having somebody from outside the company with that objectivity, a strong um, drive for growth and drive for just making traction and progress and accountability that they end up sticking with it for the long term. That's an interesting point. Um, companies hiring folks and those becoming almost yes men, right? Or yes women, right? So, mm-hmm. hey, they're going to say exactly what I want them to say. If I get somebody that's in there, that their interest doesn't lie with my company. It lies with doing the best. They're going to they're gonna tell me what I need to know. They're going to speak straight on, hey, this is an issue. You need to solve it. And it's not, let's just sweep it up under the rug. Yeah, that's a good point. I have a client that recently did that. They, they had a full-time CFO and said, we, we don't really have a need for someone to be here on a full-time basis. We really only need, you know, 20 hours a week or something like that. So they brought in a fractional CFO. And that fractional CFO reviewed their budget going into the next year and saved them, you know, like 15% of expenses just because he was having an objective look at things and didn't feel, you know, the political pressure to, to challenge maybe people that were, he was reporting to. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. I mean, that, that is a very um, good benefit that probably people don't anticipate coming out of something like this, but it does. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. So for those business owners and executives that are listening, you know, who's the candidate that you want to talk to? What's what's a good candidate for this type of service? Yeah, so um, that is a great question because who needs to think about this? The, the profile is often what I was, uh, you know, includes a few groups. One is the, the folks I was referring to just a moment ago, the, the, the companies that are approaching growth. Um, and, you know, that's a very difficult thing to manage. Obviously, cash flows, uh, capital structure. I could go on and on with issues associated with growing the business. Another is, and we've made reference to this earlier too, the loss of a key person. Um, you know, that is a, frankly, we get a lot of calls, uh, for that reason, because, you know, owners wake up, business owners wake up one day losing a person and, you know, they have an, oh goodness moment, uh, where they say, golly gee, what do I do now? Um, and they, we get a call frequently to, to try to help them out. And, um, and so the loss of a person, hyper growth, um, realization that um, what they thought they had in terms of skill set is not quite what they had or what they need. Uh, and so augmenting what is there, even if they haven't lost anyone. Um, those, I think those three are, are probably the most common reasons why people wake up one day and look to outsource some of their financial services. And I would think there would also be a candidate who maybe has a new reporting requirement, right? Maybe they've never had to have an audit or review of their financial statements or maybe they're trying to get into government contracting and have a new level of reporting and a lot of times candidates that have um, never been through something like that that can be a big challenge and so being able to bring in someone a fractional CFO someone with high level experience may be a benefit to I know we see that a lot with clients that you know for the first time are having to go through that process it can be daunting and overwhelming right Another area where we see um, clients really appreciate having an outsourced accountant is because they are just wary of having to manage those people, those functions. That's not what they do. They want to focus on their business. 
and if they can bring in experts to focus on the finance piece, then sure. that just gives them a big a peace of mind and, and takes a lot off their plate that don't, they don't have to worry about. So speaking of that, is there an industry or two or three that y'all are seeing this kind of grow more than others? I'm, I'm sure this is industry agnostic. Everybody needs it. But are, but are there ones that are uh, needing it more than others? Yeah, I think Donna and I can both probably speak to that and probably um, offer different answers uh, that, that build on one another. But uh, the healthcare industry is certainly one where, you, you know, it's difficult, particularly for doc, uh, multiple doctor uh, doctor's offices, physicians' offices with multiple doctors, uh, often struggle getting the expertise in that they need in order to maximize their revenue stream. Another is uh, government contractors. You mentioned a moment ago, Kim, uh, there are some uh, reporting requirements and some, uh, you know, industry uh, nuances that are important to navigate correctly. Uh, professional service firms are another. It's That's similar to doctors, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking more here of law firms, architecture and engineering firms, and the like. Uh, manufacturing is another where we see um, a lot of interest. Um, and then uh, some other specialized industries like uh, the real estate area, uh, you know, or industry where uh, we, we see folks who may be developers of one sort or another or even property managers uh, who, who have, have called us because they've said, God, you know, gosh, uh, we, we sure could use a little more bench strength here. Donna, what have you seen? Sure. I, I, your list is just about just spot on with what I had in mind, but a couple of others I would add are um, in the not-for-profit segment many times it, uh, their reporting is different it's more complex it's grant management budgeting for those overlapping years it, it can get pretty complex so we see that they really struggle and and like we talked about before can't necessarily even afford to hire a full-time CFO but they need some good guidance and so they'll outsource that piece along with accounting functions usually since they're more complex a lot of not-for-profits want to outsource the whole thing so that's one area and then we just see a myriad of small to medium-sized businesses that just either aren't ready to hire or um, like I mentioned before just don't want the headache of dealing with that they just outsource the whole thing I've always heard Doctors and that I've worked with in the past always say, I'm here to treat patients. I'm not here to perform a reconciliation or, or report on my finances. So, I mean, that, that kind of speaks to the, the healthcare piece. That's a great point, and let's not limit it to doctors because often a business owner or high-level management is in the position that they're in because not because they're good at accounting functions or administrative functions. It's because they have expertise in the industry in which they're working. And if, if we can help them and unshackle them from the duties associated with administrative and accounting work and turn them free so that they can run wild in whatever area is their strength in their industry, everyone wins. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the provider of accounting service wins because they're helping and supporting that, and certainly the business and business owner are winning because they're then concentrating on what's important to help grow their business. That's a really good point. But So I'm a business owner, I'm a CEO, and I've made the decision that I, I want to pull in this integrated financial solutions um, team. What, what type of questions should I be asking when I'm looking for that right provider? 
I would say that you should evaluate any outsourced service or person the same way you would an employee. You know, it needs to be a good fit personality-wise. Of course, you need to make sure they have the expertise that you're looking for. A big thing I think is just key to success is evaluating the communication how is that going to happen? Not just responsiveness, but security as well. Because we're talking about somebody coming in from outside your company. How are they going right. to make sure your data and your information is secure? Um, and you're going to tell them to talk to Paul, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, Paul, that's a great segue into another point I'd like to make about the skills that an outsourced accountant should bring with technology changing like it is and so rapidly it is crucial to stay on top of those because this just the disruption of new technologies you got to be thinking all the time about what's a better way to do this what how can we automate this because there's just so many opportunities there that we miss out if we're not adept at keeping up with technology sure and you need to make sure that 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 thought process is you know a year out two years out some people say i need a five-year IT strategy, no, because in five years it's going to be completely different and there's going to be things available that we didn't even know about. So having somebody else that helps you with that piece is, is crucial. You know, I think there's one other item that or aspect to uh, the, the question you were asking, which is what should I ask of a potential provider of these services? And I, I think, and Donna referenced fit, and I think it's important to keep in mind um, not just cultural fit, but also uh, you know, the fit relating to expertise. Because we, we spoke earlier about the spectrum or continuum of, of accounting functionality, and that goes from the, the most basic level of clerical work through controllership all the way up to strategic CFO type of work. And I, I think that a business owner needs to very candidly ask of him or herself what are the talents that I currently have in my staff group and what do I need relative not just to today but also to tomorrow. So I, I think that that spectrum or continuum of accounting work or services is very crucial for business owners to think about as they're you know, interviewing, uh, if, if I can call it that, uh, potential service providers because they need to be sure that the expertise they need is the expertise they are seeking. Right, very clear on expectations. And a lot of times someone may have a title that they think they want, but when you actually get into the details of the, the specifics of what they're looking for out of that person, that isn't the position that they really need. And right. so I think being clear and, as you said, candid about what they have and where their gaps are and what they're looking for, that's a very you know, necessary thing. And it's often true. The, the old adage is so true. Uh, you know, you, you do get what you pay for. So if you, if you pay clerical rates, you're not going to get controllership functionality. And you can move on up the spectrum as, and, and have that same conversation. Sure. That's a great point. So here on The Wrap, we like to wrap it up in about 60 seconds. If you want to leave, you know, just a, a, a sentence or two with, with our listeners, you know, what, what is that about outsourced accounting services? I'd just piggyback on what Roger just said, that businesses need to take a good, hard look at what your needs are, what your roles and skill sets that you currently have are, and what might be missing. 
And if you don't know or maybe don't know how to evaluate that, consult with an advisor to help you identify the best strategies and goals to help your business grow. Yeah, and two words that come to mind for me are uh, risk mitigation and planning for the future. So, you know, as, as anyone's thinking about services that they need or are considering outsourcing, you know, think about the benefits of risk mitigation and how best to plan for the future. This has been great. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Roger, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And that's a wrap. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a review on your streaming platform. To check out more episodes, subscribe to our podcast series, or make a suggestion for other topics to cover, visit us at warrenaverett.com forward slash the wrap.